Welcome to Speak for Yourself, family. We got a huge Monday show, and I mean big. If y'all weren't watching the games last night, I'm going to fill you in. Philadelphia Eagles still rolling back on track, but have the Eagles erased all doubt? They're sitting at 5-0. Oh, they look good. Speaking of looking bad, the Packers went to London and caught an L. That's a long flight back. Aaron Rodgers is in trouble. But Tom Brady, they're still rolling. Beat the Falcons. Just how good can the GOAT be this year? We will talk about it. But first is who are we talking to? That's Dave Hellman, NFL insider. <laughs> one and only Joy Taylor. And my dog, LaShawn <laughs> McCoy. Eagles all-time rushing leaders. Eagles. Eagles. Sorry about that. But Shady, I got something for you. You're not going to like this one. The Cowboys have done something that no team has done since 2016. And the team that did it in 2016 went to the Super Bowl. It's big, y'all. Remember February 13th, 2022. The Rams and the Bengals, they met in the Super Bowl. Well, by October 10th, 2022, the Dallas Cowboys have beaten both of those teams. For the first time since 2016, a team beat both of the teams that played in the Super Bowl within the first five weeks of the season. Why is that special? Because when the Atlanta Falcons did it in 2016, they ended up with a 28-3 lead against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Y'all know how that story ends, but I think it ends differently for these Dallas Cowboys because these Dallas Cowboys are for real. The defense is stout. Top three in the National Football League. The offense is competent and the running game is special. These aren't the same old Dallas Cowboys. These Dallas Cowboys, led by this man and that rushing attack on offense, these Dallas Cowboys are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. And I said it and I meant it. But, Joy Taylor, where do you stand on the Cowboys? I know you drank the Kool-Aid before. You're done drinking it. Are you ready to say that the Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders? No, 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 no. Not, not yet. That, listen, I know how good that Cowboys juice is. Ooh, it's good. It's, good. it's spicy. It's got a little sugar. It's down. It's spicy. Nice. Okay. It goes down so smooth. I've never had none of this, so I don't know. Mm. <laughs> it is tasty. It is good. But the next morning is what gets you every time. Oh. You know how that goes. Oh, that's sugar. Now, we have been there, yep. <laughs> No, I'm not ready to say they're contenders, but that's why I love this week's matchup. It's so good, and I can't wait to see who, who, which, who's daring enough out of the Eagles <laughs> department yeah. of the show. Shady to, might get to, to drink some Cowboys cowboy juice this time yeah. next week. I don't know. Pick the Cowboys this know. week. No, this is the game to me. This is the one that's really going to tell us where both these teams really are because we keep struggling to give the Eagles credit. We're, we're, we're so positive on the Cowboys, and then – here we are, ready to go up against this matchup. And this will be probably where I, I might change my opinion about it. Because right now, I am convinced that the Cowboys can win a playoff game. And that's good for the Cowboys, right? That would be <laughs> a step in the right direction. That's a step yeah. in the right direction. That's, that would appease Jerry's uh, appeal at the beginning of the year. You know, his, his statement about what the Cowboys need to be. They need to be viable in the playoffs. Winning a playoff game is being viable in the playoffs. And that's where I think the Cowboys are right now. Which sounds sarcastic, but that's actually a really good thing. She's just being honest. <laughs> Shady, you gotta do that. you rush for probably several thousand yards playing against the Cowboys over the course of your that's career. That's a true fact. That is a true fact, right? I'm going to look that up. I don't okay, know. I'd like, uh, I want to do the numbers. <laughs> you, might, you might need to know that. But yeah. you played against several Cowboys teams. Is this Cowboys team seem different to you? Because none of those teams you played against went to an NFC Championship game. I think this Cowboys team is good enough to make a deep run, go to the Super Bowl. Is this Cowboys team different to you this year? I think this team is different, right? And I, I, I don't want to say it's all Cooper Rush, even though I've been saying that for the last couple of weeks. But they have that, that, that – um, that DNA, that championship DNA, I will say that. When you look at their team put together, they run the ball very, very well. Very well. Right? They have a couple explosive plays. And then on defense, they get to the quarterback. A lot of speed. 
And when you look at teams in, in the playoffs that get a chance to go to the Super Bowl, they have that defense, speed, turnovers, they get to the quarterback. So they do have that. My only thing is, is when Dak comes back, that DNA might change. Now we might want to throw the ball more. Now we don't want to be conservative, run the ball, and let the defense win the games. Now we want our, our $100 million guy to go out there and throw extra passes, throw it deep. And we see what Dak does when he throws the ball, right? What was it? No touchdowns, one interception, 130 yards. I thought what you said before that was more interesting, though. You said they were playing conservative and letting the defense win the game. Well, of course. Well, why wouldn't you? you, you I had, thought it was Cooper Rush. Well, Cooper had, had a lot to do with it, right? Oh, okay. When you look around the league, you see all these, these backups. Okay. They throw interceptions. Sure. The quarterbacks bite. Or, or the, the, the coach yeah. bite his nails. No, nah, but not Cooper Rush. Yeah. Look, brother, go over and take care of the team. I got you, coach. That's what he's been doing. Now, let me interject real quick, Dave. Shady ran for 918 yards against the Cowboys, but total yards, 1,063. Better or worse than you thought? I mean, I, I give, I give work. Good. I give crazy work every, on every <laughs> team, so I don't know. Dave, these Cowboys, they different, they the same. Where do you stand? Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, are, first of all, why are you making me do this? Like, why can't you just savor a nice win and a cool moment? Like, why, it, it's got to jump right to... Is this the team that's going to do like we're, it's, it's October, man. Yeah. I don't know. The Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys are different with a lowercase D. I don't know okay. if they're different with a capital D and you know what I mean? Okay. Like they're different. They're winning with defense. It's the oh. best Dallas defense I have ever oh. seen in 10 years. They get after the quarterback. They sacked Matthew Stafford. I was at SoFi stadium yesterday. You went to the game? The, I went to the game. Thanks for the invite. You were busy anyway. I wouldn't have watched. You were watching the birds. Yeah, I wouldn't have went. I was following, yeah, I yeah, was I following your Twitter. <laughs> Look, they sacked Matthew Stafford five times. The game was not, like, they, they never had a huge lead in that game, right? And yet, the entire time, I was like, L.A. can't win this game. Yeah. I've never felt that way about a Dallas defense. We're not used to that. It's usually offense. It's usually the quarterback and the running game and three-headed monster at receiver that they've had in the years past. Offensive line has never been the defense. So they are different in that way. And it is very, very, very impressive. But different, when, with a capital D, that's, that's different. Like, I'm, I'm different. And I, oh, yeah. Yeah, a little yeah, you got to put bass in your voice. I don't know next that. Next see. Yeah, exactly. Well, next week, not we'll only, see I mean, who's really different We'll see week. that against Philly. Yeah. We'll see that in December. Let's just keep, let's keep it at Philly. Let's keep it at Philly. I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> I've had my heart broken by Cowboys sure. teams that I thought were different many times before. But this, I'm not ready to make that far of a jump. I don't want to be the toxic lover, Dave. I don't. You get toxic. Don't you, though? But this time, I'm different. Yeah, exactly. I changed. Okay. Right. I'm not who I used to be. You're a new brother, huh? I'm a new man. Okay. Right. That's the Cowboys. I look at him and I say, since Cooper Rush has been the starter, what has any NFL team done that's been more impressive than the Dallas Cowboys over the last four weeks? I have not feared the Cowboys losing at any point in time in any game they were in since Cooper Rush took over. Y'all think about it for yourself. I agree with you. Cincinnati Bengals, we were never like, oh, they might lose that game. Uh, New York Giants, we were never like, oh, they might lose that game. Commanders, we definitely were never like, oh, they might lose that game. Los Angeles Rams, we were never like, oh, they might lose that game. Since Cooper Rush has taken over as a starter, I'm not giving this to Cooper Rush, really. I'm just saying this that's fine. I won't take it from you. I've never been like, oh, the Cowboys haven't had a game in control for 60, 120, 180, 240 consecutive minutes, if you will, of play. I have never once been like the Cowboys are in trouble. For that reason, Joy, that's why I'm like, oh, this Cowboys squad's different. Even the 2016 Cowboys squad, which Dave and I covered working together for the Cowboys at the time, as good as they were, and they were 13-3, and three, it was a different type of domination. This Cowboys team just seems a little more dense, if you will, with their talent. 
Well, you're right about that because they've only trailed for a total of 12 minutes and 42 seconds over these four games. Mm. So you're right. They've never allowed the game to get out of control. They've never had uh, to climb out of a big deficit. Deficit. Got it now. Deficit. So you're right. Like, we are seeing that. We are seeing a team that's playing under control, that's not allowing the other team to get big leads and get in trouble. What I love about this Cowboys team is very obvious, but what makes me think that they could maybe be different, and I'm going to take my time, I will be the last person chasing the train down the street to jump on for the Cowboys bandwagon, and I'm fine with that. I am not going too early on the Cowboys for the same reason I've – not that I've been scorned by the Cowboys, but, you know, the Cowboys are not my team. So if I'm going to believe in you and you play me, then it's going to be a long time before I give you another chance. However, I'm a defense girl, and their defense is different. Mm-hmm. I'll say it with the face of my voice. There we go. They are. They are. <laughs> like, they are. It's very rare when you can look at a team and be like, they could win with just this defense. Correct. They could really win with Correct. just this defense. They have playmakers that change the game, that score points. They're scoring defense. That's rare. That's what makes you feel like maybe this is something a little bit special. I'm not going to get on the bandwagon early, but their defense is different. I'm on it. All aboard. All aboard. Shady. You she want, talks about you want the I'm on it. Yeah, no question. Oh, no question, wow. coach. Um, oh, wow. when, I have the turntable. Remember, remember wow. speak. two weeks ago after the Cowboys beat the Giants or maybe the Bengals, I said the Cowboys were a top five <laughs> NFC team. You did so, say that. So I've been, I've been, I've been riding with you. You have a question. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, let, let me ask you this real quick. Please. So, and they are playing well, and I do think they have that DNA to, yes, to be a contender. But the, my only question, right, is if we see Trayvon Diggs get beat, mm-hmm. right? Right? Yes, sir. So this is my thing. When they play against a team that have wide receivers mm-hmm. that can beat on him, mm-hmm. right, that have offensive alignment, right, that can potentially block them, them, them dogs up front for Dallas. Talk about it. Then that's a real game. Now, I do think that Michael Parsons is different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's that. But when we got guys like Lane Johnson, well, I'm different, too. Oh, you me too. So let's dance. Yeah. Right? So my thing, that's when we really can tell how good the Dallas Cowboys really are. Because the Eagles, we do what they do best, what we do best. Y'all you you rush the pass rush? Mm-hmm. Bet. Well, we got linemen that can block. We run the ball too. We got D-backs. We got guys up front. You want to run the ball? We got defensive linemen. That's what I want to see what's going to happen. Let's that's going to be the main Let's that, just skip to Sunday. So night. that's yeah, real. But yeah. before even and this. I will be there. <laughs> before even getting to Sunday, I can, I can backtrack, Shady, because here's what I'll do. I'll see what you're saying and I'll raise you. How many NFC teams, truth be told, can exploit the Dallas Cowboys? There just aren't very many. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so one team already did that. The Bucs. Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Eagles are going to show you that Sunday night. They're going to beat on them. You're talking about what's going to happen. Okay, well, I'm talking you, about no, what has happened. Well, but, but, but they only, correct. But time out. They only played the Giants. I mean. The four and one. Okay, no, no, I don't. No, I like or, the I respect the Giants. But. Dave was doing that as a good coach yep. with this guys. Here is here's go ahead. Who else? Okay, the the, the Washington Commanders. Yep. I mean the Bengals. Since the Bengals. Yep. Who I don't think is going to the playoffs. Sure. I said that before the season started. The Rams. And the Rams. Here, all these teams look like they was doing bad. Feel, right. Here's the problem you will get into when Joyce brought it up. The first. Give me a good team. Give me a good team. You could say the same thing about the Eagles, sir. I don't want to do it. Because we played there, you played there, you ain't going to go into the You know what's the difference? What's the difference? Because I keep telling you guys, the eyeball test, right? We dominate on both sides, offense and defense. Can you say the same thing for Dallas? I'm asking you. Now it's your turn to talk. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Okay. No. You can't. Eyeball test. It works for me. I I feel you. I feel you. So that's the difference. But I'll ask you this as we start to wrap, and I'm going to ask everybody the same question. Um, Do you see any weaknesses with the Cowboys team? 
Because when I look at the Cowboys, I do not see weaknesses. Obviously, None? defensive line strong, linebacking core strong, secondary strong. Wide receiver core. Right receiver core. Said a lot of stuff I, on defense right Wide there. receiver core I don't think is a weakness. Do they need to make it a strength? Yes. But do I think it is currently like a – I don't think this wide receiver core is worse than the Packers wide receiver core. That is a weakness. Well, I mean, That is a weakness. This wide receiving core is like CeeDee Lamb. I need you to be I better. I see a lot of deficiencies in that wide receiver room. I just think, I mean, the Dallas offense across the board has a lot to prove. I will go as far as to say I think this is a championship-caliber defense. I really I agree I, with that. True, believe I agree that. with that. Okay. I'm just, okay, that's half the team. Okay. And I'll leave it. Actually, Cowboys special teams have been really, really good. Brett Maher yep. having an amazing season as their kicker. They had a big special teams play with a block yeah. punt against the Rams yesterday. Special teams, defense, can we get awesome. the offense? Love it. Can we get the offense? The offense has a lot to figure out, man. Like, the receivers have been underwhelming. The offensive line has been surprisingly good, but it can be taken advantage of. It struggled against the Bucs. or receiver? No, the whole Noah room. Brown has been overwhelming. The whole room. Michael Gallup, since he... Noah Brown has been overwhelming. I need you to... Noah Brown has had a good season. Thank yeah. you. Michael Gallup, since he's returned, has been overwhelming. Michael Gallup dropped a wide-open third down yesterday. And he's played, one, he's played one game? Two games, sir. Played two, two games. games. Okay. Michael Gallup has surprised us since coming Let's back. Let's get to the main... No. Let's get to the main guy, the, the number one receiver. Because y'all, y'all beat around the bush. Come on, ask him. Come on, He's having a disappointing season. Okay. I'll give you that. All right. Yeah. I'll give you that. The offensive line can be taken advantage of. Aaron Donald worked them yesterday. They he just worked, worked everybody and his mama. That's a problem. That's that a can problem. be a problem, right? Like, I'm just saying, the offense of that team, and I mean, we'll see how it works with Dak. We'll see how healthy his hand is in the future. Whenever he's he problem, comes too. back, he's not a problem, but he's not healthy right now. <laughs> uh, that, they have a lot of questions to figure out on offense, which, again, it goes back to the point of they're different because I never thought I wouldn't be sold on their offense, but I would be sold on their defense. Joy, very quickly, Cowboys' weaknesses, where are they? What are they? They aren't terrible at anything. So, in that sense, they do not have a weakness and that they're not terrible at anything. I agree. But I would not say they are great at everything. Mm-hmm. They are only great on defense. They have been good to great at special teams. Mm-hmm. But the offense has a lot of questions. And while he does deserve a lot of credit for what has gone on in Who's Dallas, that? Cooper Rush. That's I wasn't going to mess with you and say That's Mike my boy. McCarthy. That's my boy. I like I, him now. I held myself back. That's self-control because I wasn't going to say Mike McCarthy. But we can be honest, eyeball tests and statistics – they're not winning because of their offense. They are winning because of their defense. I They're scoring because of their defense. He has four touchdowns, 61.9 completion percentage, and is averaging 193.8 passing yards per game. Mm. Cooper Rush was 10 of 16 for 76 yards. Uh, I'm sorry, 102 yards and averaging 6.4 y- yards per pass yesterday. Nothing he's doing we haven't seen before. Didn't we have seen a ton seen of time arguing about him We've in this We've seen segment. it around the league. Yeah, I'm not going to make nice. this a, a, a pile nice. of super rush. Him. But eyeball test and statistics test yesterday, they didn't win because I'm of the I'm just sipping rush. my tea as you speak. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. I'm not, there's nothing to argue about. It just is what it is. That's not a knock on him, again, because he's not turning the ball over, which is unprecedented. That said, there are things that you can be concerned about with the Cowboys while watching their defense be dominant. Speaking of concerns, the Eagles. 5-0, flying high, went to Arizona and got a big-time dub yesterday. That's why Shady's without a voice. But there is one pivotal concern I have. What? I got to see how Shady, Joy, and Dave. Concerned about my, my birds? Are you serious? Not concerned about the Cowboys, but concerned about the Undefeated. Y'all have to see this. Yesterday, yeah. Miles Sanders, Eagles star, running back, showing love to our own Shady McCoy, Philadelphia Eagles, put it online. That's what's going on in the social life. 2-5, how'd you feel when you seen it, big dog? I, I like that. I love Miles. He's a young star. He just wanted to spare some greatness for that game. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. You know what? Dak should put you on his shirt 
He might start playing better because you're pretty good at TV. I'll talk to some people at the Cowboys about that. Woody High Guy. W-O-O-D-Y. What? Woody High. He's with the Hills. He's with the Winning Hills. He don't know that. Why are you acting like you don't know? Oh, wait. Were you a cheerleader? We got the, uh... Got uh the you know what? I'm like cheerleading. Uh, Were you a cheerleader? No, I was not a cheerleader. Well, you just remember the cheer? That's not a, that's not a cheerleader. They got a lot of players from Woody High. That's though. not a cheerleader. What is cheer. it? It's like a chant. You do it at the school. Yeah, bro. And, and, and real quick. I went to an all-guys private school. So you we went to an all-guys private school? What the hell is not an all-guys private school? But look, real quick. They got to get Miles to Baltimore. Seriously. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay, okay we're having fun right now. <laughs> Staying with the Eagles, it's time for a rewarding performance brought to you by Capital One. What's in your wallet? Well, the Eagles just keep on winning. You're going to need a Joy Taylor cheer for the way they've been playing, y'all. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, 300 total yards, two rushing touchdowns. Philly, 5-0, the only undefeated team in the league. They're rolling, they're flying high, they've been balling. But, Shady, i got to be honest with you. Of all the people to be honest with on the set about the Eagles, i got to be honest with you. I still got concerns. I watched, still? I still do. <sighs> I watched the Eagles yesterday in Arizona. First couple drives, touchdown, touchdown. Look good. Look easy. Look easy. After that, it started to look very, very, very difficult. I was scrolling through the Eagles' social media, and I saw Jalen Hurts, most rushing touchdowns of any quarterback in his first 25 starts, surpassing Cam Newton, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, all of the above. Sound like greatness to me. Greatness. And then I said, wait a second. You got a Heisman Trophy winning wide receiver on one side. You got a $100 million receiver on the other side. You got a second-round tight end right there next to you, and we only have four passing touchdowns on a year. I said, okay, I'm not going to discount everything that Jalen Hurts does with his legs. I love it. And more than anything, he just gets it done. I showed it today on my social media. But I got a little worried when we're driving while they're flying. I got a little worried when I'm like, wait a second. I love these rushing yards, these rushing statistics, but my concern is eventually we are working too hard to get ours. I want us to get ours, us being the Philadelphia Eagles, easier. Do you still have concerns about your Philadelphia Eagles? Still have concerns. You said, do I still have concerns? I never had concerns, right? And my thing is, we're 5-0. It's the NFL. This is not like high school. It's the, it's the best of the best. We're winning games at home. We're winning games on the road. That's hard to do. You speak of the passing the ball, right? But I don't think the wide receivers are complaining because they both have big games. Passing the ball, 160-something yards, 170-something yards. They getting the ball in the air. And the last point, because you always try to throw that in there about him not, like, throwing the ball as much, is, like, running and throwing, that's the same thing. If you go out, if Brady goes out there and gives me 350 yards passing, and Jalen comes down and gives you 350 yards combined from running and passing, it's the same thing. We winning games. In Philadelphia, it's all about winning. They, they're not worried about all the touchdowns and all that. We getting busy. Five and up. Five. <laughs> Joy, any concerns about the Eagles? I mean, they, he also had two touchdowns. He did. He didn't want to mention that. So it's not like they were That's running record. the ball and he didn't also <laughs> score. Like, they, he's also scoring. So to your point about um, not just Tom Brady, could be anybody, but, like, for your example, Tom Brady, if he throws two touchdown passes or he runs for two touchdown passes, do they still, still count for the same amount yeah, of they count. Mm -hmm. they, do. they sure do. They count. So Jalen's doing it all. I, again, I can't be... I was never concerned about the Eagles either. I, I picked the Eagles to win the division. I thought they would be better than they were last year. They were good last year. They've improved. Jalen has improved his passing numbers significantly this year. 
I feel like we have to point to Jalen because everything else is so complete. Like, I have no concerns at all. I'm not concerned about, about Jalen either. I like that he is a dual-threat quarterback. I like that he's not afraid to use his legs. I like that he's dynamic. And they're winning. And this I'm game winning. against the Arizona Cardinals, and I keep telling myself the Cardinals are better than they look. They look. Maybe I just need to let that go. And most of that end of that game was, was terrible clock management. I mean, just a disaster. We're not even going to talk about that. But they were in that game. Yeah. So, it's, so Arizona can't really be that bad. Like, they still have things they need to clean up. This was a good win on the road for mm-hmm. Philadelphia. So, no, I have nothing to poke holes in. I can't wait for this game. Can we just, I need to, like, fast forward. No, yeah, I don't want to do this. I just want to go to Sunday <laughs> night. I think, okay, concerns is a loaded word. Like, do I, I think the Eagles are one of the three or four, four best teams in the league. I think they're one of the – they're the best team in the NFC right now. And, and in, a, in a year where parity is more out of control than ever, I think that's worth noting. Like, I'm not sure how many great teams there even are in the NFL. Yeah. Like, where would you draw the line? Like, I go Kansas City, Buffalo, then a little bit below them, I might – just slightly below them, I'd probably put Philly. <clears throat> and then that's probably it right now, honestly. Like, I think there's a pretty clear delineation. All of this to say – and, yeah, I put, I put Kansas City and Buffalo above the Eagles right now despite their records. And my thing is, okay. what can the Eagles do when they're off schedule? Like, when, when things break down and get out of control, they're wonderful at running the ball. They are – they might be the best screen team in the NFL. Yes, they are. Like, the, yeah. way, the way they get yeah. the ball to Dallas Goddard and their receivers out wide, stuff like that, when they are getting yards on first and second down, setting themselves up in manageable situations, it looks amazing. When they get stuffed and wind up in a second and eight or a second and eight turns into a third and 12, it can get dicey. Jalen Hurts made one really amazing throw yesterday. I think they were down near their own end zone. Third and 13. Third and 13, dime. But what did he do? He broke contain, got outside the pocket, and bought himself time. Can he do that when there's a blitz coming? Can he do that from within the pocket? That's what I've always wondered about Jalen Hurts. And I think if you play the right defense – like maybe the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> that could be a problem. So it's not to say that they're bad, but I still do. Not. I do have concerns about the way their offense operates when it's not all clear. Let's talk highlight. I'm glad you led me to that point. Well, where, you, where are you going? Right to the big boy. Okay. You can come this time okay. if you want to. This is a third and 13 play Dave was talking about. We actually didn't rehearse this. Dime. But it's third and 13. Jalen Hurts, you got to be special. The Arizona Cardinals, like you see on third and 13, they're going to show you max pressure. They're really just getting into a cover, too. They're just trying to speed up Jalen Hurts' clock. But this is why Dave said that Jalen Hurts do a dime. Because the defense has him right where he wants him. He's scrambling left. He's a right-handed quarterback. He's done for. Unless he's not. Flips his hips. Just like that. Third and 13. Huge throw. Huge play. Special play. These are those special plays that LaShawn McCoy is talking about. Why was this so pivotal? Because the Philadelphia Eagles went down 13 plays later, Shady, 16-play drive, 87-yard touchdown. It would be their last touchdown of the game. As a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I'm sold. I'm all in. I'm okay. good. But, but fan is fanatic. <clears throat> right. As a defensive player, I look at the Eagles and I'm like, yeah, you don't scare me. That's the difference. Like, is, is, is somebody who's looking from the mind of D'Amico Ryans, defensive coordinator for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I was raised under D'Amico Ryans. We shared a linebacker room, obviously, as you know, in Philadelphia for the last three years. I'm like, no, you don't scare me. If I played defense for the Cowboys, I'd be like, yeah, Jalen Hurts, congrats on your one-yard rushing touchdowns. But as a passer, no, you don't scare me. If I'm sitting there and I'm Trayvon Diggs, I'm thinking to myself, 
yeah, that's cute, scrambling and whatnot, but no, you don't scare me. That is where I'm coming from with my concerns. My concerns come from the mind of a former NFL defender who really just made a living taking notes for the starters. They don't come from the mind of a fanatic. Talk to me. So, I, I guess I would say this. When, when you go into a game as a defensive coordinator, mm -hmm. right, and you're trying to defend the Eagles, it's a lot to, it's a lot to defend. It is. You got to worry about him running the ball, keeping the ball. Nick is doing a great job of, like, making creative type plays, like, it's so much going on. Like, I watched one play where, where um, Dallas Gogger, he had a screen to him. It was two screens on the other. It was one screen on the other side. It was either a screen, to a wide receiver screen, or he threw it back to the tight end. Like, stuff like that, you got to defend. One thing about the Eagles' offense, you have to defend the whole field. And not only just throwing the ball, but running it. You get the ball to the running back, or Jenny can run it. So, you, you say it don't scare you, but as a defense, it's a lot more to game plan than going against the Rams. Would you agree with that? Yes. You, got, you probably have, I, I think Cooper Cup is probably the best receiver, one of the best receivers in the game, right? But that's one guy. When Philadelphia, we got two dogs on our side, mm -hmm. a great tight end, a solid backfield, and our quarterback can run. So when you defend the Eagles, it's a lot you got to watch after. You've been all in on the Eagles since day one. Why? One, I feel like they had a solid <clears throat> resume last year to build on, and having rollover with a foundation matters, especially for a young quarterback. I saw Jalen improve. The playoff game wasn't something I felt like we should take too much from. He's a young guy against a very good Bucks team. And I like Jalen Hurts. Like, I don't see Jalen Hurts' running ability as a negative. I don't get, I don't get that. Like, it's like, oh, like, he runs the ball. Yeah, so what? Like, he, does, he, he doesn't just run the ball. He does it well. He is strategic. He's fast. He's elusive. He knows when to get down. And he is also delivering the ball as well. I don't need you to be this elite <laughs> Peyton Manning in the pocket passer all the time. We want dual threat quarterbacks. To Shady's point, it makes it more difficult on the defense when you know that the quarterback can do what he just did in that highlight and can also run the ball. That makes things difficult. But my question to you about, you know, what, what scares you if you're a defensive player that, that, that's all good and fine. But if I'm the Eagles going against the Cowboys, and I'm that Eagles defense, who might not be the Cowboys defense, but it's still nice a really good defense, nice. what, what you got that scares me? Yeah. No, nothing. Nothing. If, if I'm Two a, times. Now, that defense, uh, uh. that defense scares me. That, that defense will, will, will check the, the Eagles' offense a bit, I believe. It'll make things more difficult. But then you got to answer on the other side. You might not, we might not have exactly what Dallas's defense has, but that's my that's point about the Eagles. Question. It is. They are a complete team. They're you got to answer, yeah. and Dallas hasn't had to do that yet. That's why I think this game is so evenly matched. And I don't want to forecast too much. It truly is Monday. But, Dave, I actually disagree with you when you talk about brackets in the NFL. You said Chiefs. You said Bills. You said Eagles. Then you said, I don't really think anybody else. I would go Chiefs. I would go Bills. Then I would go Eagles, Niners, Cowboys. And I would put all of them to me in a similar bracket. When I look at the Niners, I'm like, you know what? I don't see a ton of deficiencies. Elite pass rusher, Nick Bosa. Elite linebackers, Fred Warner. Solid secondary play. Quarterback, not going to kill you, not going to bless you. Running back game, solid. Left tackles that are future Hall of Famers that are out. I look at them, I look at the Cowboys, I look at the Eagles. I see very similar teams talk to me rank the offenses of the three teams you just listed based on what we've seen these five weeks the question eagles niners cowboys okay yeah i agree like that I Who's number the eagles. one eagles i have the eagles <laughs> above those two other teams eagles, <laughs> right now it's a long season dak prescott's gonna factor into this maybe jimmy garoppolo will develop a better rhythm injuries. and their injuries are a, a fact as well like all of that matters but right now of the three teams you listed 
the Eagles are easily the most impressive, Here, not just because they're 5-0. and oh. But here's where you get to the question of – I can be nice sometimes. Yeah. Shady, lastly, where do you stand on the concerns defensively? You've seen the – What? Yes, you've seen the Eagles give up late runs to the Arizona Cardinals last game. Going all the way back to week one, if we're going to talk about the Cowboys' struggles week one, we too must talk about the Eagles' struggles week one. Going all the way back to the Lions, giving up 35 points in that game. Clearly, several of the, a couple of those touchdowns came late. Where do you stand on the fact that, ooh, at times the Eagles can get gashed, where you see a team like the Cowboys, the Niners, that never get gashed to that degree? It's a long season, right? I think they have a solid defense. They can always get better. Each player can always get better. I'm not worried about the, 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 uh, the defense for the Eagles. If I look from, from, from the front to the back, they look good. Up front, they look good. They get, they get pass rust from um, um, Hassan Reddick. Reddick he, gets, Cox, he gets busy. Graham, Cox, yeah, they, they get busy. Yeah. And then on the back end, they got, come on. Slay. They got Bad probably Barry. the best secondary in the league. Top up three. There. Yeah, up there. So I, I can't really worry about that because one thing about football is that you learn each week. Okay, so boom. All right. Um, Cardinals did this better, right? They they adjusted. They made some good adjustments in that they game. Did. I give them credit for that. But now on defense, you learn from that. Okay, so now going forward, we can do this different with the linebackers. We do this different with the secondary. You can find ways to make your team better. So I'm not worried at all. Well, one thing we did realize. Six and no on the way. <laughs> Sorry about that. I had to say that. Calling it out. Can you save your voice? <laughs> New York Giants, if we're standing in the NFC, they dropped a huge L on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in London. Ooh. So let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. How much trouble is he and Green Bay in? That's next on Speed. Look, not good for him. Time to check in on our social life family. The breaking news of the day. Head coach for the Panthers, Matt Rule, fired, which means Baker Mayfield will be playing for his sixth head coach wow. in five seasons. Woo. Golly, I feel bad for Baker, man. I wore Anywhere Carolina he... colors today. Oh, that's why you got the power. I feel bad for him. Right? I feel bad for him. What about the coaches? If he, maybe he plays better, they'll have a job or something. Maybe if they coach Save better. Save a life. Maybe if they coach better, oh. Baker will oh. be around. See how that works? No, no, no. That's not This This that's one is crazy. on Matt. Matt Rule and the Panthers were bad before Baker. Who are the other six coaches, and what, and what did they do when they got there? Still bad. <laughs> now, to me, that's Matt Rule just, he's like one of Newton's laws, right? Like, no, it just Matt can't Rule, be moved. Matt Rule His is, badness in the Matt NFL. Matt Rule has a, a, a legitimate college coaching career. He will yeah, continue yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, He'll go college. back to college. He did a nice job in college. Oh, like Chip, some like Chip some Kelly, coaches right? are just better college coaches. Yeah. It's just, yeah. that, that is what it is. And let's not act like Carolina didn't have their fair share of issues, for sure. And they stay the same. What do you know? I'm just not, like, I'm not going to make enemies with Joy based on her beef with Baker I ain't no Baker enemies. Mayfield. I ain't got no beef. We do not have beef, trust me. Ain't no beef. You and Baker? Ain't no beef. Ain't no beef. It's beef? I'm riding with you no matter what. Just know that. Thank you, Shady. Right. Just don't Thank go Draymond Green, okay? Just don't yeah. go. Ain't no beef. We might. I don't have beef with nobody. All I'm talking about is facts. Did they get better? No. No. Okay. But Matt Rule can't be changed. Like, it's on Matt Rule. What about Wait, the other six what, coaches? What happened, with, what happened with Baker before? What happened and then what happened Let in Let me establish Carolina? this. You do realize Matt Rule coached four first-round picks of the quarterback position, two former Heisman winners, and two top five. Four? Drafts, right? Four. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater. Gosh. Cam Newton, Baker Mayfield, oh, Sam oh Darnold. Nah, oh, we had Cam. It wasn't like. Hold on. That is. Uh, that is. Uh, that, that, like a fact. that was a Cam Cam that we know. Can I say that? That's what we call spin. That is a headline. That is what we call spin. He comes four first round if, picks. If, if somebody has four first round picks, you won't believe Matt Rule coach. If you said that to them, you'd be like, damn, he the worst coach ever. Yo, he's also so smart. Bridgewater. Kenny Bridgewater was drafted like a decade ago at this point. And they can't have Cam when Cam was Cam. Correct. I thought Cam was and always. And Sam Darnold was overdrafted. 
and so was Baker. You won't believe what Matt Rule did. Like, that's all I can think about. Tell him, Poncho. Yeah. Oh, it's a heck of a headline. Okay, let's head to Green Bay and the Packers, because Green Bay traveled all the way to London to face the Giants, but it did not go well at all. Aaron Rodgers, he did finish with two touchdown passes, but his offense couldn't score in the second half. Giants, 17 unanswered points, and got themselves the W. Not good. Say, ain't nothing worse than traveling a long way and catching an L. Like, I didn't like traveling from the East Coast to the West Coast and and catching an L. I surely don't want to travel to London and catch an L. But I'm not super worried about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And the reason is... (laughs) Oh, go. Continue, brother. (laughs) I'm just trying to get myself together. I'm like, you you have to sit in, like, your your kitchen. Shady's making himself some tea. He's making tea live on the set. Don't let let me affect you. I I wasn't going to, but... That was a great question. I was trying to talk through it. You was warming up, too. Clearly, you're trying to get warmed up. Okay, go ahead. My voice. Are you done? I was yelling all week for Eagles, sorry. Get a spoon. Do you need it? You can come to me first. Sorry. Let me finish making a seat. Go go ahead, man. Just share something with (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so... No, it's not that funny. All right, right. Come on, like, not, no, no, no. Let's talk some Packers football. I'm not worried at all about Aaron Rodgers is the point I'm trying to make. And the reason I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers is because he will get right when it's time to get right. You look at this game, they're now got two losses, but you got one early on week one. You lose to the Giants, 17 unanswered. It's not really on Aaron Rodgers. It's more so on that Packers defense. Do you think the Packers are in a lot of trouble? Where do you stand on it? How, first off, how's your team? I didn't try it yet. You, got, you were talking. Yeah, that. Let me know how your team is. Yeah, I mean, whew, we got the excuse machine cranking, cranking. <laughs> this is Aaron Rodgers. He got to take some blame for that. Okay? Some of it. You can't be that good, and it's always on everybody else. All right? So I'm just going to let, let the smoke clear off the excuse machine a little bit. All right. <laughs> Some fire today. Or we got to talk about the Giants being legit. Which one? Which conversation are we nah, gonna have? They're coached very well. I played for Dayball. He's a good coach. All jokes aside, though, G-men, good win. Shout out to Saquon. Shout out to Brian Dayball. I did not think they were gonna be good at all this year. You got to give them some credit mm-hmm. in this spot. So we're either gonna do that, or we got to talk about how bad the Packers look this year and how underwhelming, based off of the expectations you should have with that guy as your quarterback. All I could hear all offseason, oh, ain't gonna be nothing. They're not gonna miss Devontae Adams. They got Aaron Rodgers. Okay, we know how good Aaron Rodgers is during the regular season. We hear about it every year. They give him MVPs almost every year to commemorate the great regular season that Aaron Rodgers will have. That's right. They missed Devontae Adams. We shouldn't have been worried about the Chiefs. We should have been worried about the Packers. That's true. Their number one receiver is Randall Cobb, 249 receiving yards, yards, ranks 37th amongst all wide receivers this season. This is a problem. This is a problem. Big problem. Either you think the Giants are overblown and this is nonsense or this is a problem because we all picked the Packers sure. and I had to double check yeah. and make sure that nobody was going to lie on their picks because I was waiting <laughs> who, who, who tried to slick change their, their pick real quick we all picked the Packers why because they should be beating this team yeah. mm-hmm. they should mm-hmm. and that's I mean like so I'm not worried about them because it's a long season they have a talented roster the division's not that great I mean like Minnesota looks nice but it's not the NFC East. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it's not. I mean, I didn't see that coming. In the long run, I think they'll be fine. But what troubles me, does, does Aaron Rodgers recognize that this is a different team right now? Like, again, Randall Cobb is your leading receiver and not 2012, 2013 Randall Cobb, right now Randall Cobb. They're not a passing offense. Mm-hmm. They got the ball back after the Giants tied it at 20, and Rodgers just bombed away three times in a row. They took 25 seconds off the clock punted it away, put their defense back on the field against 
Wildcat McGee and, and the Daniel Jones offense who like the, the only thing they do well is run the ball, which that's not a knock. That's a compliment to the Giants. Like they're finding ways to win despite not having wide receivers, which is incredible. <laughs> Maybe the Packers could take a page out of their playbook, honestly. And then what? And then they get to fourth and two in the red zone. They ran the ball five yards per carry yesterday. They throw the ball pass, twice. Pass. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Third and moves, yeah. No, they threw twice. They ran the ball for five yards a carry on the day. They threw twice. This is not the Packers that we got used to watching. I think it's time we recognize that. I hope Aaron Rodgers recognizes that because that's why they're not going to be in trouble is if they recognize that they can play ball control, boring style, complimentary yeah. football. And I don't, I don't think Rodgers wants to do that, but that's probably their best bet at, at fixing this thing. And they have real running backs. They have great they running do. backs. Yeah. But remember, I look at it like this, right? We give the Bucks some grace because they're not healthy at receiver. Godwin's been out, et cetera. Gave the Cowboys some grace early on because they weren't healthy at receiver. We're looking at the Rams. They don't have a number two receiver. If I look at the Packers, I'm like, well, in their defense, Rodgers' defense, haven't been healthy at receiver. Lazard didn't start the year healthy. He was banged up. Second round pick didn't really play. He'd been banged up. So if you look at the Packers and I say, wait a second, am I going to let Dave two batted passes on third down and fourth down with the game on the line completely deviate my opinion of Aaron Rodgers? I don't know if I will do that. Should they hand the ball off? Yes. Aaron Jones is out there. Yeah. A.J. Dillon's out there. But as long as Aaron Rodgers is at your quarterback, I'm not going to be mad if you keep it in his hands ever in life. See, my thing is, and, like, that sounds really good. It sounds a lot like your four first-round pick stat that you pulled out with Matt Rule. You're like, ooh, their second-round pick out of – their second-round pick isn't, isn't playing. He hasn't been healthy. And I'm not trying to pick on Christian Watson. He's a second-round pick from North Dakota State who, like, the, the, like the, the readout on him coming out of college was like, this might be a guy that takes some time to acclimate. Like, this isn't a situation where you're like, as soon as he, like Michael Gallup with the Cowboys, as soon as he's back, he's ready to roll right. and he's probably yeah. going to play pretty well. Yeah. This ain't that. This is a young kid fresh out of FCS-level college who's going to need some time to acclimate to the NFL. Romeo Dobbs, uh, the fourth-round pick out of Nevada, he's played really well. The same thing goes for him, though. Like, that's not a guy that you're like, we can lean on him. We can base our passing offense around him. I just don't think it's the same thing. And maybe when December rolls around, you can really count on one of those guys. But the idea that, that Aaron Rodgers can fix all of that himself, I just don't think it's realistic. Well, why do we expect other quarterbacks to do that? If any quarterback should do that, it should be Aaron Rodgers. Which I, I, I've always said. That's my number one pet peeve is that even the best quarterbacks – need studs to throw the ball of to. Of course, too. But, of course, but when, when we talk about other quarterbacks, we're like, oh, like, they don't have the best wide receiving core. Like, well, then they should be elevating them. Why aren't they elevating them? Shouldn't the back-to-back -back MVP be elevating their wide receivers? But in, Aaron Rodgers – Well, go ahead, Shady. Go ahead. No, I'll, I'll say this, though. When, when, when Tyreek Hill left Patrick Mahomes, I said Patrick Mahomes still would be good, but I don't think that offense would be the same without Tyreek Hill. When Devontae Adams left the Packers, obviously, he's, I thought he was the best receiver in football. It may affect him, but not really because Aaron Rodgers. This is the first time I'm really watching the last, like, three games. They like a, he's like a different player. Like, we, we always look at A-Rod like this, this quarterback where it doesn't matter. Because Tom Brady has that same effect. Guys are banged up. It, he'll get it right. A-Rod, this is the first time I, when I look at them, they don't look the same. He don't look as confident throwing the ball. Like, small things, like, like the back shoulders, like the, 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 the low balls for first downs. Like, it don't look the same no more. Here's why I don't like that, Shady. That's... That's narrative from somebody who didn't play the game in my mind. But, but, no, but people think that of A-Rod. Like, A-Rod can get it done no matter who he has on here. Here's, Until you watch it, two he passes can't. were batted down. Two were batted down. 
Assuming the pass does not get batted down and it's completed, what about the other we're passes? having a totally different conversation. What about, what about the other passes? Though? I'm just talking about this, the flow of the game. Just watching this. For example, when, when they got the ball back, I'm like, okay, we all thought he's going to go down there and score. And he went down right? there and it got batted down. It don't look the same. I watched A-Rod in the same situation going there and deliver. You need three, you need, you need touchdown, we're going to get it to you. The only difference was it got batted down. Yo, okay. It wasn't inaccurate. If, it wasn't high. It wasn't that's, low. That's, we don't even know. It well, got It kicked. was kind of low because it, it, got, it got batted down. The dude jumped. You're well, you're focusing on a flashpoint, which I agree. Like well, that's changing the narrative. But okay, how about the second half where they just didn't score? Right. Like the Giants just took it to the and again, like that more so than the sequence in the red zone for me was the Giants score to tie it at 20, and the Packers just come out and go throw, 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 less than a minute of, of possession and punt again. No completions. That's just bad football. I haven't seen A-Rod, like normal, dominate games. That's what I'm talking about. This, this couple of, of games hasn't really dominated. See, here's my problem. That's my thing. Here, here's my problem. It's 27 to 22, right? 20, no, 27 20. Aaron Rodgers got the ball back. It's like a, a minute left, a minute and a half yeah, left in the game. That's nothing for him. He goes all the way down the field, like okay. he always does. 14 plays, 69 yards, five minutes. Back shoulder batted. Back shoulder batted. We're really going to let that change the entirety of our that's, conversation that's around the, Aaron Rodgers? the last couple of games. Like, even the, 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 the game against the Bucs, they put up, what, 14 points? Something like that? He, he don't, he don't, he don't, he's not dominating like we're used to seeing. Yeah, I mean, or the Giants are really good. I think, I think that's all, right. Giants deserve Can we give Dave all his credit? That dude went in there, right, with a banged-up quarterback that couldn't really run. He went to the Wildcat. What was thinking that? Because I know Greenman wasn't thinking that. Got busy. Got busy. Got so, Dayball, he, he got Saquon playing like Saquon we thought he would play. We haven't seen Saquon balling like that. Yeah. They were trying to write him off. He didn't write back, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, family? Let's check back in on our social life. Now, Zeke Elliott, he, he really ran me hot with this one. Uh, Zeke was asked how disrespectful it is for people to question if Dak is still a Cowboys starting quarterback. He said, quote, we're the Cowboys. People always have something to say about us. F them. All we care about is winning in this locker room. What's in this building? Close quote. Shady, here's why I was so aggravated by this. Nobody was even, like, attacking him. It was such just like, a, yo, is that still starting quarterback? And all of a sudden, you're going to get all upset? I, and it make, somebody got to make that make sense. That's his boy. That's his boy. I, I, I would hope yeah. they, they talked about me and the Eagles when he was playing. You were standing like that, too. Yeah. Which, would you? Okay. What if, what if, what if oh, we had a oh, fill house and people were talking about you getting replaced? And we were like, oh, saying, it's next man up around here. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's actually doing a really yep. good job. Yep. Like, yep. maybe, maybe they like, don't we, need a man. Yep. Like, oh, man, like, get, sh get Shady Acho's uh, salary, y'all. Uh, get rid of him. It's <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts. It's my thoughts. That's also that's directed at more than just like okay that reporter asked the question but like this has been a topic of conversation for a month. I like it though. Good for Zeke for standing up for his guy. But he yeah. didn't stand up for f who, f everybody but him. Everybody People like me because yeah. I hate. I hate. I do. So people like me because I hate on the Cowboys. Stay like and stay over on that side. Stay oh, I over will. There. Yeah, I, I definitely I know you will. will. I'm well, I'm gonna stay you. right in between because I don't hate on the Cowboys. And speaking of <laughs> Dak Prescott, oh, it's real simple. Dak said yesterday he's day to day recovering from the thumb injury. Jerry Jones added, "Quote: He'll throw a lot this week." Now the Cowboys have won four straight games in the absence of Dak Prescott. Let's come on, camera. Let's wrap. Um, I pray, it's, please. It's real simple for me. If the Cowboys don't go to the Super Bowl this year, it is a complete, total, and utter indictment on Dak Prescott. Mm. 
The Cowboys have one of the top two defenses in the National Football League. The Dallas Cowboys, the San Francisco 49ers. It is not particularly close with anybody else. The Cowboys have a running game that is competent enough to win you chips. The Cowboys' offensive line can clearly get you to the Super Bowl because we saw the Cincinnati Bengals get there with less. Does C.D. Lamb need to be better? Yes. But quarterbacks elevate their receivers, so I would trust that Dak Prescott could elevate the first-round pick wide receiver of C.D. Lamb. With that being said, if the Cowboys have all the necessary pieces to get to the dance, then there's only one question. Quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, he only went to the Super Bowl once. He won it. Top five defense. Russell Wilson, when he went to the Super Bowls, top five defense. Big Ben, both of his Super Bowls, top five defense. Tom Brady, three of his seven, top five defense, and all seven that he won, top ten defense. Nick Foles, when he won in Philly with our Eagles, top five defense. The Dallas Cowboys, for the first time in Dak Prescott's career, you got a top five defense. Nick Foles, Brady, Rodgers, Russ, Big Ben, they all got their chips with top five defenses. So, Dak Prescott, if you are who we believe you are, who Dave Hellman preaches to me that you are, then you have to get it done when you come back. Dave, yeah. have the success of the Cowboys put more pressure on your mans? You don't like to hate on the Cowboys. You just like to poke a, a stick at them. Just kind of <laughs> hang over there like, yeah. let Shady do the hating. And you're just like, yeah. I, I yeah. hate for you. I hate for you. <laughs> no, but, yeah. but Ocho, he's got the stick, and he's poking the bear with it. No, I mean, look, okay, yes, this, is gonna, this has put a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott. because, Like, this, is, this will be the best defense that he's ever played Of course, with. by far. And we've seen the formula work with lesser play at quarterback, mm. lesser play on offense. This offense – has not been good. They're down in the lower third of the league. They had 232 yards yesterday, and 25% of that was one Tony Pollard run. Mm-hmm. And, they, and yet, they have beaten both of last year's Super Bowl teams. That means something. And, and the knock on the – and we'll see how good the Bengals and the Rams are. We don't know that right now. But the knock on the Cowboys during most of Dak's tenure is they cannot beat the good teams. They don't win in the playoffs. They're one and three while Dak has been there. And even when they play really good teams in the regular season – They fall short more often than they don't. So Dak has to come back and not just keep the results up, preferably improve it. Not preferably. He has to improve it. No, I mean, if they're winning 23 to 20, is is anybody going to complain? You can't improve on winning. Yeah, Yeah, but I mean, like, if if this slips up, I mean, even if Dak doesn't play against Philly, and honestly, like, if I was a betting man, I would say he won't. That's just me. Uh but even if Dak, like, they're, they're going to have a winning record when he comes back, probably. By the time he comes back, even if they lose two in a row, they will still be above 500. So what changes? Plug the quarterback in and it gets worse? That ain't a good look for anybody. So <clears throat> you, you, love, you threw a bunch of Hall of Famers out there just now. Like, you're just like, well, if Dak wants to be one of the better, best quarterbacks ever, then he's got to win a Super Bowl with this defense. That's, that's a little rich for me in week six just because – Injuries, it's a long season. We don't know what's going to happen. I can't sit here in mid-October and say he's got to win a Super Bowl or he's a bum. But there is going to be a lot of pressure on him when he comes back. There's no way around that. Oh, that was a lot, Dave. I'm sorry. I don't even know how to follow that. A lot up. to unpack. What, yeah. Well, I'm carrying this weight around. I can feel, <laughs> I can feel the pressure. That's okay, how I feel. So here's where I'm going to take it. Yes, Yes, the, the, what's happened with the Cowboys since Dak has been out has obviously put pressure on Dak because they haven't lost. And at the end of the day, we can sit up here and talk about who, what teams haven't beaten rankings and mm-hmm. all that. It don't matter. 
fans care about one thing, wins and losses. They don't care who does it. They don't care who's got what contract. That's all they care about, as they should. That's what they want is results. And what this version of the Cowboys has produced is results. So do I think that the Cowboys are going to go without a loss for the rest of the season? No, I don't. I think they're going to lose the game. Yep. But the problem is they haven't lost the game with Cooper Rush. <laughs> right. So if, and if they beat the Eagles, then you have a real problem. Because if Dak comes in and loses a game, which is a normal thing to do in the NFL, it's going to seem like a, a disaster because they haven't lost one yet. So he has put a lot of pressure. The defense has put a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott playing the way that they have. It's not realistic to think they won't lose a game, but how they lose that game matters because Dak could have the same stats that Cooper Rush has, which are not impressive, nope. not bad, but not impressive. And if they lose, it's still going to be Dak's fault because Dak's, we've seen Dak be better and he's been paid. So whether it's fair or not, I don't care about fair. I don't like having the fair conversation. Fair Life's not fair. Fair is for fried Oreos and Ferris wheels. This is real life. <laughs> this is, nothing is fair. And in, that, in this particular case, it, you could argue it is fair because he's been paid and we've seen him be better than Cooper Rush over the entirety of his career. The question for me is sort of what you alluded to at the end. Because I'm listening to you talk and I'm like, who did this? It's the Bengals. Right? Like, the, we didn't expect the Cowboys to be Super Bowl contenders before this season. We were talking about how bad they were going to be before the season. Mm -hmm. But what the Bengals have that the Cowboys will never have is the ability to sneak up. To fly under the radar. Nope. Ain't going to happen. Every time the Cowboys win, the hype machine's just going to get a little, little busier. Yeah. And then yep. Jerry's going to throw a little spice. And before you know, the fireworks are going and we get to the postseason and what? So... That's, the, that's what gives me pause about the Cowboys. They will never sneak up on anybody. They're going to be the loudest entrance into every single building, everywhere they go, whether they're good or bad, because it's the Cowboys. Cowboys, they put more pressure on Dak with all this winning, with your man's Cooper Rush? <clears throat> I, I think so. I think as, as the, when you're the guy, you always want to feel like you're the reason why we're doing this. I've been there. Like, when, when we won games, when I didn't play, I was hurt, and other backup did pretty well. You feel it a little bit, right? And then being a quarterback, like you're the – you're the franchise, right? Cooper Russ, he might not be killing it with the stats, but he is winning games. He's yeah. undefeated. And he's reading stuff, and he's hearing things. The defense, they're rallying behind him. And, like, they have this whole thing they're forming. Like, we're a real team. They're playing like a real team right now. So if he comes back, he, his mind's like, this is my team. I got to make sure we win it because of me. And if things don't go right, it's going to be more pressure. Shady, let's talk about what that looks like, because as you were talking, I was thinking, Dak can't just come in and play like Cooper Rush. And the reason he can't is because he's Dak. So even if Dak... You mean like wins or the stats? Stats. Like, Dak can't... If they come, win, it's going to be like whatever. But here's my... Not, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. But you know, if you come in, you got to look different than your backup. That's true. If they give you... If, if the person singing background vocals who's singing for you before you show up, if she sings a run or he sings a run, when it's time for you to sing that run, you better make that right. thing sing. Right, right, that's true. Because you are supposed to be lead in a background. Yeah. So even if Dak does have the check down, he can't necessarily throw the check down because right. Cooper would throw the check right, down. Right, right, right. He got to throw it deep. And, like, Dak is in a bind and pressure just because he's Dak and something comes with that. See, but the, the pressure that I'm speaking on is more like this. Okay, so with Cooper Rush, we're giving you this playbook right here, right? Don't mess it up. Defense is playing great against sacks. You're winning games. We won the game. But with Dak, that playbook's going to be big. It's Dak. So there's no playbook. <laughs> Every play that I, any play I want to do, I want to do. We're going to throw the ball. We're not going to manage how many times we throw the ball with, with, with Dak. With Cooper Rush, you do. So what I'm saying is Cooper Rush is winning with a, with a small playbook that's managing the game where Dak can be asked to win a game with, with a big playbook. But and I, if he doesn't win, 
That's when the questions that's, come in. That's really what it is. I don't think it matters how they win. If Dak comes back and they're winning the same way, we'll probably be praising them for not deviating from what's working for them. Mm-hmm. It's when they lose that's going to matter. Yep. That's the difference. If they win the same way and Dak's not putting up crazy statistics, no one's going to care. They're winning. At the end of the day, it's wins and losses. It doesn't have to be pretty, right? I think but when they lose is when everything is your but the playbook But only... the playbook won't be conservative like Cooper Rush. Right. Right? And that's what scares a lot of Dallas fans like you. Because they really want to say, you know what, when Dak come back, give him that same offensive playbook that, that, that Cooper Rush has. And don't let Dak throw it 40 times a game. I'm just yeah, telling you the Dak truth. Dak doesn't throw it 40-something times a game when they win. That's not what I'm worried about. I hope Dak is smart enough to not press for the sake of I hope like he plays this Sunday so we can see who, who Dak Prescott I really think, is. Hey, I, honestly, I've been, I've been thinking this for a couple weeks, and it sounds counterintuitive. It would probably be good for the long-term health of the Cowboys if they lose before Dak comes back. No doubt about it. Have some receivers drop some balls. Have the offensive line struggle and say, okay, we're not a perfect team, even with that's, everything that's is, going that on here. That's so soft. But but hey, that's, that oh, is, that's, that's, well, so that's the most soft I've ever heard. That is the liberty that I get to take well, as yes, a sports writer. We can do yeah, that. No, that, I'm, I'm not I, saying the Cowboys should yeah, feel that cow- way. I feel that way. Going into that. No one no. for the Cowboys oh, no. is going into the this The Cowboys should like, want to beat the Eagles. No, of course. No, that's all me. Well, speaking of what's not soft, how about Draymond Green going to Jordan Poole? Now, if y'all did not see it, Draymond Green recently went to the mic and he issued an apology, taking some time away from the team. But I got to tell you what the Warriors should do with their future Hall of Fame power forward. Hey, players mess up. Players mess up. Let's get to the NBA. We all saw the video. Draymond Green punching his own teammate, Jordan Poole. That's it right there. A little trash talk. Then he comes, with a quick right. Oh, my God. Well, now Draymond says he's taking time away from the team. Y'all take a listen. I do want to give my team their space. I want to give Jordan some space. Uh, and then also just take a few days and you know, or, or whatever that is and just continue to you know, work on myself and, and think about the things that I need to think about. And, you know, uh, really just take, take, take some time and let, let, let everything breathe. Oh, man. What should the Warriors do? See, to me, should is the operative word. Not what will the Warriors do. What should the Warriors do? I think you got to make a move. I think you got to move on. From Draymond, what should wait, wait, they move do? like what, like like train him? I think you got to part ways with him. No. Um, Shady, here's what it comes down to. I'll get to a story. You can't but do that, man. You I can't think do you, that. I think you have to part ways with Draymond because I am not going to sacrifice tomorrow to withhold yesterday. And Jordan Poole is tomorrow, 24 years of age. You might get paid. Draymond Green is yesterday, 32 years of age. You got two more good years of Draymond. You got 12 more good years of Jordan Poole. Furthermore, time and space ain't going to heal all this. Let's go back to 2013. Our teammate, Riley Cooper, says the N-word, caught on camera. Oh, snap. Now, for those, one was a punch, one was saying the N-word. The N-word is definitely volatile to several different individuals. Shady was there. I was there. What happened? Chip Kelly gave Riley Cooper five days off. That's what it was. He didn't come to practice for five days. That's not punishment. That's pleasure. We training camp, and you get five days off. There was no way to repair the trust of the locker room at the point in which the only punishment was five days off, and he got paid at the end of the season. 
Good money. So, <laughs> so the point I'm making is, if you want to show that you got the trust of Jordan Poole going forward, the Warriors have to make a decision. They don't want to make a decision, but they're going to have to. Joy, that's so different because, first of all, a lot of them guys in the locker room was, was black, right? So that, that was like a way different thing, mm -hmm. all right? This is a fight. Let's not compare them. It was a fight. The one guy punched the other guy, right? If you watched that apology, it was sincere. He really meant it. For real. And then in the locker room, it was like, we had disagreements. We, we had fights. That happens. So you didn't have that. If, if that never aired, we wouldn't have this conversation. Of course. So, so this is my thing. Give him his time off. He might have had to go see a, a counselor, you know, talk about it. Him and Jordan Poole could eventually get that thing worked out. For example, you talked about Riley Cooper. By week, by week five, all the brothers, black guys, the big dark black, wear black guy ones, they all hugging them. Hey, Coop, good game, this and that. I was one of them dudes. Because, like, you, you put that aside when it's, it's a team thing. So if guys can go over somebody calling them the N-word, I'm sure some, some players can get over you having a fight. Here's my thing, though, before we go to this side. There are the people that were to the highest degree of offense. You ain't get over that. And here's some cats we talked about off air, defensive backs. So the degrees who were the highest degree of offense, you don't get over that. I don't see Jordan Poole getting over this. Okay, I feel wildly uncomfortable comparing these two situations because they are apples and... Uh, I don't feel that uncomfortable. And a notepad. I Come mean, on, it's, just, man. it's two different things for so many different reasons. So let, let's change the story and say Riley Cooper fought another player because mm -hmm. that's what we can compare it to. First of all, Riley Cooper uh, is not a four-time champion. <clears throat> or a pro bowler, sorry. Uh, right, but, like, not a four-time champion, not a catalyst for the defense for a team that absolutely utilizes this whatever uh, reactive part of Draymond's personality to their benefit when they need to. Draymond is a different type of player. Everyone can't boil Draymond down to the statistics, right? We take jokes of, you know, what, what his stat lines are, yeah, yeah. whatever. He is the engine of That's the true. defense for them. Jordan Poole does not replace Draymond in that space. So when we're talking about moving on from Draymond, what they, what they should do and what they will do, I only care about what they will do, and they will not do this. I don't believe that either of these players are going anywhere because Jordan Poole doesn't replace what Draymond does. It's not just about the statistics. Furthermore, Draymond won, those, won three of those championships with Steph Curry. You want to talk about boys earlier, Zeke getting mad? Steph Curry and Clay. Like, that, that's the core of this team. Jordan is the new guy. Started, that's right. Right. And he was, he was important. Like, it's, I'm, not, I'm not diminishing what he brought to that team. But this is a well-run organization, a well-coached organization. This is a dynasty. They're not just making moves because a player just deci decides that they want something. KD isn't there anymore. Like, do you have, And they won. And, 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 and correct. And Kevin Durant is better than Jordan Poole, okay? Let's yeah. just not state Bernardo the very, very obvious Kevin Durant, else, okay? Right. Kevin Durant is on any given night the best player in the league. Facts. So, So when you look at what they are going to do, I believe what Draymond said is correct. They're going to give it some space. Sometimes tensions are high. I don't really want to talk to you right now. I never want to talk to you ever. Right. Three weeks went by. My chin <laughs> feels a little bit better. in the face is different. Listen, I told it's you, different. you're not punching it's me in the fight, face. Man. You're not punching me in the face. But... I haven't been paid yet. We're, we're, we're working on that. He hasn't been paid yet. 
Draymond has four rings and is and does what Jordan Poole can't do. So right. when it comes down to the money, Draymond might might have messed his money up. He might have messed his future up after this year. But I believe both these players are on this team for the rest of the season. Whether they work it out personally or set their feelings aside is is really irrelevant because I don't think either one of them are going anywhere. I'm not like I'm not they, they never fought as far as I'm aware, but didn't KD and Draymond have their beef too? They yeah. absolutely did. Yeah. They got yes. past it and the Warriors were successful, right? So I like the really and I'm I'm not defending Draymond Green punching somebody in the face. It's not it's not a good look. But it's only a look at all because the video leaked. Like right. I have the utmost trust that an organization with this many star, like this, there's like four Hall of Famers on this roster, or at least three. And then there's Steve Kerr, who's got all of the experience with the Warriors on top of his experience with the Bulls to draw. And he got punched in the face, too. And he's been punched in the face. Don't forget that. There's no way they can't find a workaround for they this. They were like, going to work through it before the video. Right, out. exactly. Yeah. So they're, they're probably going to do is circle back to a higher version of whatever it was they had already sorted out. I, I Like a month and a half from now, the Warriors will have a good record and no one will remember that this happened. I know somebody will. Well, yeah, Jordan Poole's going to remember it. Jordan Poole. He getting paid, though. They said they're working on his contract soon they get back. Because yeah. they're in, where they at? They're, hey, money, money, oh, don't, money, don't, don't, money don't atone for everything, big dog. <laughs> okay, we talk about hundreds of millions. I already know. Cut it up. The Bills might still be scoring points on the Steelers right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Pickett had a rough debut. Oh, so what did we learn from that game? Bills, blowout. That's next. Feature, feature all pro quarterback. But the Buffalo Bills gave the Steelers all they could handle yesterday. The Bills are Super Bowl favorites, and they showed why. Buffalo torched the Steelers in a blowout win. Josh Allen threw for over 400 yards, four touchdown passes, and the defense sacked rookie Kenny Pickett three times and picked him off once. It was ugly. I'm sitting there watching the game 2-5. I'm watching the game, Joy, and I'm thinking to myself this. Why did they do Kenny Pickett like that? Like, that was the one thought I had was, if this was supposed to be the grand entrance for rookie Kenny Pickett, y'all should have kept him backstage. Mm. There was a reason I did not want them to start Kenny Pickett. For me, I didn't want them to start him for the first half of the season, if you will. But we came on the show last week, and we were like, yo, at least don't make him start until the bye week. Let Mitch Trubisky take these lashes. There can be irreparable damage done to a quarterback if they get beat down too bad too early. Irreparable. And this was one of those... Ugly, ugly, ugly beatdowns. You knew the Bills were good. I didn't know that they were going to be this good against Mike Tomlin, who I know was that good, and the Bills are without so many freaking players. But I left this game simply thinking, like, yo, Kenny Pickett, save yourself. Dave, what'd you learn in that blowout win? Okay, I want to stand up for Kenny Pickett real quick. Stand up tall. It's my boy. I'm not worried about irreparable damage. Like, my guy's got moxie. Like, Kenny Pickett has some swag. The way he's, like, fighting back against guys, sacking him. Like, I'm not worried about him in the long run. My whole point is, like, didn't we all see this coming, Joy? Did we not talk about this? Like, why? And, And look, Mike Tomlin has forgotten more football than I'll ever know. I'm not trying to, like, second guess him too much, but... This is why if you're going to do this, just make the call and play him against the Jets. Give him a more winnable game instead of just being like, well, guess what? You're playing the best team in the league, kid. Hope it doesn't hurt too much because that's what that was. You know what the point spread was yesterday? It was 14. You know what the second highest point spread in the league was this this week? Seven and a half. 14 point, uh, 14 point point spreads do not happen very often in the NFL. Like if you're, if you're getting north of eight, nine, ten – 
Vegas thinks it's beat down territory, like really, really bad. And guess what? Vegas it was. was right. Vegas was right. They usually are. I cannot for the life of me understand why the Steelers thought this was a good idea. And, and it's not a knock on Kenny Pickett. I think he'll be a good player, but that just was not the place. Not the place. <laughs> I mean, I'm just sitting over here right as uh, usual. Yep. What, did, what was another scenario that was going to happen? If I had to bet my life on an outcome of an NFL game, this would have been the one. The Steelers are going to lose badly to the Buffalo Bills, one of the best offenses and best all-around teams in the league, with Kenny Pickett in his first start as a rookie because you threw him in with no plan, which they never have for these rookies. They don't. This is why I'm always talking about this. If you're not going to start him, don't start him. Don't throw him in halfway through a game because all of a sudden he's ready. He's not all of a sudden ready. Trubisky just wasn't doing anything. So you just made this choice. You see it all the time. It happened with Justin Fields. It happened with Deshaun Watson. It happened with Lamar Jackson. It happens all the time, and it's always the same thing. Just if you're going to not start him, there's a reason why you're not starting him. So then just don't play him. Don't throw him out there, fresh meat, <laughs> against the Buffalo Bills and expect a different outcome. I think Kenny's going to be fine. I really don't buy too much into the whole beat down, lose confidence thing. You either are that way or you're not. He's clearly not built like that. This was not a good example of how to handle rookie quarterbacks. I didn't expect anything different than what happened. I, I, I would have, If I had to bet my life on an outcome of a game, it would have been that one. 2-5. I still love Kenny, right? I, I, I expected this, though. I mean, I think the plan was to have Trubisky be the guy, the, the bridge guy, right? A vet, a vet pro bowler, maybe could have a chance to win a division. But since it went south because he wasn't doing nothing, they put the rookie in. And I figured he would play like that. I guess the best team in, in football, well, maybe second. But if you figured he played like that, then why play him? Because at this point in time... Gotta, oh, hold on. He got to learn now. Now that the guy that we're supposed to learn from can't teach you nothing mm -hmm. but bad things... It's time for you going well, you in. What, what did he learn? He learned how to take an L. He, he, he got no, all oh, he's learned oh, oh, is how to throw pitch. First of all, I never judge. Now, I'm, I'm real critical of, of Justin Fields, right? right? I never judge no rookies because I know how hard it was for me to be a rookie. And then you play a quarterback, whole other level. My thing is he got to go out there and learn. My, my second year in the league, and I'm not even a quarterback, running back. I, like small things, like when I'm playing Dallas, I know what the stadium's going to be like. I know how the fans are going to be. Small things you don't even think about. So his, your second year is always your best year because you learn so much faster. So I expect him next year to be really, really good. Also, can you not learn from failure? I'd argue from failure teaches you more than success. I mean, without, yeah, oh, but yeah. I, but, yeah. I, 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 but I'm really on the side of a wise <laughs> man learns from his, a fool learns from his own mistakes, wise man learns from the mistakes of others. I would rather learn from no. shady messing up you can't than sit, me messing you up. You can't sit here on a stool and watch you host a show for a year and then expect someone to sit in your in your seat and do what you do. You have to have reps. Yeah, That's you do. why I'm always arguing. There are things you can learn from observation, and then there are things you have to learn from actually Correct, doing. but I don't want bad reps. Perfect practice makes perfect practice. Practice doesn't make perfect. So I don't a rep getting beat 38 to 3 doesn't teach me very no, much. No, I disagree. I disagree. You can't you can't design every rep to be perfect. You can't. And and this was a disaster of a situation, whether it was gonna be Trubisky or whether it was gonna be Kenny Pickett. If this game ruins Kenny Pickett's confidence, he shouldn't be playing in the NFL. Then save the disaster for Trubisky. Don't I, agree. The I agree. I agree. With so what was the point of putting Trubisky out there because in the first place? I think that they didn't think he would be this bad. Joey, I don't think they thought he would be this bad. He's He's playing bad football, like like almost as bad as Justin Fields. Venture Pickett. Trubisky. Trubisky. So when you brought him in there to teach my, my, my future quarterback, you can learn from him in the classroom, on the practice field, things you can look after. I learned so much from Brian Westbrook 
before getting on the field. I'm like, dang, okay, that's how you see the blitz. Small things you learn. But so, couldn't he also but, learn from from being in the quarterback room with him, him doing that? If you're trying I, to not teach him bad habits. I, I don't know. See, when I watch him play and he plays that bad, I might say, guess what you're teaching me now? Because do you really know? Because you throwing that ball, I want to yeah. throw it, I'm wrong, and, I'm, and you're showing me yeah. you're wrong. You I see just, what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, I you got like to go out there and feel it, though. I like that, though. Even, like, like getting hit, getting touched, throw, trying to getting figure out picked. a throw. He feels that, That's he football. That's football. Kenny Pickett, stay strong, brother. Yeah, yeah you're going to need future that. Future all pro. <laughs> I don't know how far in the future. Coming up <laughs> is Patrick Mahomes in prime time. Raiders, Chiefs, we're picking a winner next on Speak. Yo, time to take care of some family business. Huge rivalry tonight. Sadie, what are you doing? Sorry. Okay. The Chiefs are playing the Raiders. We got to pick a winner, Dave. Where you at on it? I don't bet against Patrick Mahomes in prime time. It's, it's that easy. Do you bet against Dak? <laughs> you can talk me into it. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Sorry, my bad. Joy, where you at? Newsflash. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs tonight, yes. Chiefs. Easy. No, I don't easy. I'm like, Raiders, you get in trouble. About three. You bet it? No, I know I bet that. No, that's like a, three. That's the first. All right, family. That's it for us. We will see y'all tomorrow. Shady, go get some tea. Great stuff, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>